and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Can we hurry this up? I. It's. It's a full moon tonight, and I. I just gotta. I don't want to turn into a werewolf on mic while the mic's hot because I oh. say some bad stuff. Does Marty know about your werewolf? I thought you were going to be cagey about it, but you're just coming out. No, and it's fine. I'm it not, I mean, like, we've done a lot of fun bits. Because I knew you were a month. werewolf, you know, since we're best friends. I, yeah. of course, knew your secret, but I didn't realize Marty knew too. So, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm a distant acquaintance of Kelly's, but I also actually already knew this. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't think he'd shared that just with, uh, anybody okay wow all i'm saying is that like we've done a lot of very elaborate bits we've done crazy voices this one's not that crazy i'm just a werewolf trying to finish recording his podcast with his buddies that's all (laughs) werewolf of the podcast yeah i'm just a werewolf by day i'm a normal white straight male recording a podcast with his friends and by night i howl at the moon (laughs) if they did do an american werewolf in london in 2020 and he's like a guy you know with an nyu shirt he would be a podcaster yeah i wish we could i wish we could Instead of doing the titles of our podcast as the movie we're reviewing, mm-hmm. I would have... Marty, can you please name this one an American podcaster in London? Because <laughs> that is what we are... That is what's happening right Wasn't now. Wasn't that the plot of the last Halloween That movie? was the plot. No, there was podcasters who go and find Michael Myers, and they're like basically the reason he escapes. Kind yeah. Of, is what they somehow. Yeah. So, somehow of. they're the reason. They're like, you dug too deep. Yeah. Stupid like, podcasters we'll, we'll with your Sennheiser headphones. <laughs> Kelly. And your... <laughs> Or well, Michael Myers just was like really there. He thought the color commentary was too smarmy <laughs> that they did. Like, I think it's like the there's the mad scientist who lets him out though ultimately. But the first people he kills are the podcasters. He like hunts down these podcasters. He really does. Yeah. 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 Well, were they like in, trying to interview him, Michael Myers himself? Yes. How's that they, working? Yes, they interviewed him while he's like chained in like a, the middle of a uh, giant like playground. Basically, that's really yeah. true. This, yeah, you that's, guys didn't see that movie? I watched yeah. it. No. I watched it, but I mean, it came. It was 2018. I, I, <laughs> it's a long time ago. That as a concept was wasn't that bad, and the movie overall is like not terrible, but it's like a little too. It's just tonally a little too all over the place. It's a little too jokey, and then also has like mad scientist who releases Michael Myers because he wants to see what happens when he runs into Jamie Lee Curtis. That's what that movie is, and yeah. it's. Uh, uh, but they try to interview Michael Myers. They literally are. I don't know if they're are they podcasters or they're just journalists. Right? No, they're podcasts. They're like British. True I mean, crime in twenty twenty, is there a difference? Serial, oh, <laughs> a British podcaster in America. <laughs> Kelly, I was going to say, we're actually, it's uh, 5.20 right now here in uh, Central Time we Zone. we got to hurry Yeah, this and what up. time yeah. is sunset? I think sunset is at like 5.55, maybe, actually, or 5 or 6, I or 6.05. We'll I think we'll be okay. I'm just going to start. If you guys so don't mind. I'll, we have I'll, like roughly like 40 minutes to an hour somewhere before we got to finish this up. There, Here, yeah. Here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. I'll start uh-huh. driving west so that. It'll take a little bit longer for the sun to set. I hope you guys don't mind the driving noises and on my mic. Marty, you can okay, edit that yeah. out, right? Yeah, yeah, I'll take so it. I'll, that'll I'll, that'll I'll buy a us a couple gate. more minutes, yeah. I think. All right. Yeah. Go cool. ahead, start your car, Kelly. All right. Well, let's get started, I guess. Gentlemen. <laughs> welcome yeah, what? to Smooth Scoops and Novelty Songs. <laughs> okay, you're welcoming me to the podcast. I'm one of the hosts, dude. Oh my God. <laughs> Gentlemen, welcome to Spoops Scoops and Novelty Songs. I think, are you confused where I think you're supposed to be addressing the audience with this oh. statement? Audience, welcome 
Just spoofs, goofs, and novelty songs. The podcast about dumb shit. Marty. Yeah, yeah what's up? Please um, read me the first paragraph of the Wikipedia page of the movie we're talking about today. Ah, fine. For our final episode of Spooftober, our very special Spooky, Spooky Halloween series. series, we are reviewing Scream. Why'd you say it quieter? <laughs> a 1996 slasher flick directed by slasher movie legend Wes Craven, written by Kevin Williamson, who would go on to write many slasher flicks as well as create Dawson's Creek and Vampire Diaries. Wait a minute. Sweden is not involved in this one? Who? Joss Whedon? Joss Whedon? I don't <laughs> think he's in this. I don't think I don't think so, no. I thought Joss Whedon... Uh, Wrote Scream this whole time. No, it's Kevin Williamson. Very famously, this was like the, his big break as a writer. Well, wow, holy shit. Fun facts. Yeah. A box office smash, Scream revitalized the genre of slasher fix while simultaneously operating as a sort of love letter slash final send-off to the style of horror movie. The film has had three sequels made with a fourth supposedly on the way, as well as no, many... Uh, no. The fourth one is out. It came out in like twenty three sequels. Something. Three sequels on the way. With the a fourth, fourth one, a sequel. So the fourth sequel is the fifth movie. Suck my fucking dick, you, you piece of shit. You did this to yourself. No, you played yourself here. I didn't misspeak. I'm confused. You is the fourth one a prequel? No, the fourth one is a sequel. What? No, so Scott- okay. So there's oh, two sequels. Semantics, to, Marty. There's semantics. two sequels to the Lord of the Rings. Are yes. you saying there's two sequels? Yes. There is, but who who says <laughs> it that you, way? You know you're wrong. What kind you of guys ner- know no, you're wrong. Marty, you're right, but you're no, saying you're it in a way right, but it's just a weird you did like a weird word puzzle. You're doing a <sighs> actually that's Frankenstein's monster. No, I'm not. You guys are the ones doing that right now. No, you are. Oh, my God. Listeners. No. I'm listeners. trying to be nicer to Marty. I'm trying to be nicer to Marty. I'm listeners, nice tweet semantics antics at Marty if no. you think he's wrong. This is Welcome what to Marty's new segment tweet, on the show, tweet, semantics tweet, antics. Tweet grammar hammer at me if you okay. think Marty is correct. I said something correct. You guys are both trying to nitpick me so how are you not the ones being semantics right now like what it's is going just, on you said it because correctly, that's a weird way to dumb. say it it is misleading there's four movies in the scream franchise there's a fifth <sighs> one on the way continue mart <sighs> supposedly on the way <laughs> gentlemen what are your thoughts on the iconic slasher flick sort of spoof scream this is a hot this is a hot uh it's a hot flick. Yeah, to quote Rob Thomas, it's a hot one. This is a hot one. It's got Matthew Lillard in it. It's got... That's all I remember. Is that Skeet the- Ulrich, <laughs> Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, David Arquette. Courtney Cox is in the first one? Rose McGowan. Courtney Cox, you, did you watch the movie? Yeah, What's going she's on? Like the like arguably the second lead. Almost. She is the like, second yeah. lead of this movie, yeah. She doesn't look, it doesn't look like Courtney. She's so young. She does look different, yes. Because she's also wearing a wig, though. She looks the same as Monica in the second, is she in the second Scream too, or am I crazy? She's in all of them. Yeah, okay. The main the main three are in all of the movies. Yeah, I watched the movie, okay? It was like three <laughs> weeks ago. That's true. We, we because I've been on top of my shit yeah. for once in my life. Uh, yeah, it's a, this movie's a banger. 
Turn off yes. the podcast, flush it down the toilet, <laughs> go watch it. We've had quite a run. Like, this this horror movie month has been just, like, us watching really good spoof movies, basically. It's like this a movie break. Cabin rips. in the Woods, I agree. Except for that one. but <laughs> That one wasn't even... It's, see, the it's thing about un- Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Cabin We're in the Woods is a that, conversation starter. Scream? Yes. Great movie. Uh, very fun. This is like what Cabin in the One... Cabin in the Ones tries to strives to be. Cabin in yeah. the Woods. That's why I thought ja Sweden was involved is because they, they they feel like yeah, Scream honestly just does a better job of making the point that Cabin in the Woods is trying to make. And ten years earlier, I might add. And I, I think it's honestly because uh, Cabin in the Woods is just trying to critique something, whereas Scream is like both trying to be like this it's trying to like emulate the good qualities of those movies and also make fun of the weaker qualities of those movies and in the end it just it's also made by the guy who arguably invented the genre and like perfected it for so long and so it just like it's just it's just a perfect confluence of like a good script with the right director who knows these movies so fucking well craven's Uh, just like Hey, I'm gonna make a movie about all the things that I do in all my other movies. Yes, like <laughs> for real. And he's like, "I'll just do them again, and you'll all just love it because it's always been good." Like yeah. Yeah. some brilliant self crit by Scream. Yes. Mm. This movie functions as like uh, the first half is like pretty close to uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, sort of, where it's like there's more mystery and there's also obviously all of the Nightmare on Elm Street references are in the first like half of the movie. And then the second half becomes more Halloween with all the Halloween references it makes at the end, too, which I think is a really nice structure for the movie, too. Um, And like, yeah, this movie, he clearly casts Skeet Ulrich because he happens to kind of look like Johnny Depp from uh that era yeah. of nightmare on elm street right like oh skeet ulrich is the name of the uh johnny depp uh <laughs> of the guy who's obviously the round he's brand yeah <laughs> skeet Aldrich, he's gonna play uh kid rock in like a biopic <laughs> that's how Hell i yeah. think that's what i think of skeet ulrich <laughs> the biopic we've all been waiting for yeah oh when does kid rock interior oh, wait rock? interior backstage Kid Rock walks down a hallway uh, in slow motion, pondering his his whole life's journey. That's just a teaser there for you. Yeah, Hang on. Kid Rock's got to think about his entire life before he goes on stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, what the body dang, dang, tiki, tiki. Yeah, it's got like one of those <laughs> terrible movie trailer, like, oh, we're going to slow it down and put it in like a minor key. and Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just... Or like right in between shots, it's like, bah. What it's a choir. Dang, diggy, diggy. Shot of huge screaming crowd. <laughs> Cut to black. Cuts back to him. He's like riding like a jet ski with a gun shooting in the air. You, you get it. <laughs> it cuts to a kid who's playing like Twisted Metal 2. And on the soundtrack is Kid Rock. And he turns to his father and he says, Papa, whose song is this? And the dad's like, and then the dad's son? like, son, it's mine. The dad is Kid Rock, <laughs> and the kid is for some reason playing Twisted Daddy, Metal. Daddy, I love too. you. It's crazy that so Kid Rock. Scream... Oh, okay, <laughs> or you can finish. No, 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 go ahead, go, go. go. I was just going to say it's wild that Kid Rock's middle name is Contemporary, and he didn't just go with that. Kid I Contemporary was, Rock. I thought it was Jazz. <laughs> kid Jazz Rock. Yeah. What? Uh, how about Bop? Is it Kid Bop? Kid Bop Rock. Yeah. No, it's Spop. <laughs> <sighs> I'm 
having fun man. with this joke format. Just it's good. take the it's good. <laughs> just take it's a good the last letter of yeah, you get it. Whatever. Yeah. Hey, Scream is a good movie. Yeah, yeah. Scream rules. Like I, there's not a ton to say here. It's honestly really fucking solid. It's just an enjoyable like as a slasher movie, it's like crazy. It's crazy that like the slasher movie when this movie came out was considered dead, right? They they were like they were going all direct to DVD at this point like this movie literally and Craven it's it's literally Craven just being like you guys are doing it wrong and then like knocking it out of the park. I again. mean, he had been doing it though and he tried to do this kind of movie already. They did the um Freddy's a new nightmare I think is around this time too. So, which was like the meta one where was... it's like literally just thinking to how like because it does seem like yeah like through the 80s and then like by the late 90s like we had gone through the slasher phase and we're yeah. ready for like a meta critique and then and then right the the new nightmare is this because i was literally thinking like we need something like that because it seems like all through like the aughts and even up to now it's like the whole like conjuring franchise where like we 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 switched back to like esoteric like again like i like horror movies right now i was saying this the other day off mic i fucking hate ghosts i don't enjoy fiction about ghosts the rules of ghosts to me make ghosts not like scary but not like there's like no stakes to it scott took his first go on my fucking rant he took his first steps in theaters when he was watching casper and he walked out of that theater <laughs> at it's true. two years old. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh I like horror movies of like this era. I'm like a big fan of uh the weird more it's more like uh what's it it's like horror versus terror, I think, or something like that. Where terror is like this looming sense of like something bad's gonna happen. Dread. Yeah. Yeah, dread versus like horror being like something bad is happening yeah is the concept and right you're like you're, you're i think it's the talking. other way around but yeah i think uh master of horror stephen king made that distinction yeah yeah you, well that's like, like the witch and like midsummer those kinds of movies yeah and it's not a movie but the hill house and i'm watching bly mm-hmm. manor right now and yeah. those movies that like i i that's what gets me the most more than anything is uh, when I know something bad's gonna happen and I hate, it's like it's like eating a really really sour warhead, and I'm like, why am I doing this? This sucks. But it's it's there's something about it that captivates me and keeps me watching. All right, here, okay, I'm gonna go on my fucking ghost rant because you walked me right into it. Okay, <laughs> here's right, the thing with the looming sense of dread with a ghost is like when you have that like sense of dread and it's like Michael Myers and you're like, okay, he could be behind that couch. He could be like, you're like looking for him to come out, but there's like, he's a tangible person and there are like rules to like what he can and can't do for the most part. But with a ghost, it's like, okay, based on like the sounds and like the way the camera angles are, I know something's going to jump out. And then the ghost comes out of like the fucking like blender and it's like, I got you. And it's like, well, yeah. Cause I don't fucking, I'm cheated. not looking at the blend. Cause you, cheated yeah. ghosts che- and then here's the thing too oh i jumped out of the i jumped out of the blender and scared you and now i'm going to fly at the camera and then go down the hallway and i'm okay yeah. so all that mounting of tension for it to come out of somewhere where i never would have expected to because there are no fucking rules to this shit and then and then for what for what ultimately like yes yeah. i did get startled by you setting me up to be startled great well, it, stuff it, see your goal in a horror movie is different than mine I I think like I'm watching Hill House not because of 
it, it like unravels the past. That's like the thing about ghosts is that it's more about the history of like what caused this. Okay, trauma. but do you need the ghost in the blender scene to get the past unraveling? I would argue though or, that like we're like we're talking about like the like the earlier uh, slasher movies or even like The Exorcist. Let's say like Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, the first one, and well, maybe not Friday the Thirteenth, but like Nightmare on Elm Street. Those were dread based movies, like. Halloween is like what there's like two kills in Halloween it's like it takes so long like it's all mounting and to tie it back to Scream Scream plays off of that really well too I think the mood and the tone of Scream being so suburban and the fisheye lenses and all that stuff all the tone pieces of this movie really does give you a good sense of like building to dread I just think Scott doesn't like that it's it's like too it's not um grounded he just doesn't like ghosts and that's fine it's fine it's not grounded enough and i also am like anti jump scare i think you can i think jumping i think jump scares are actually totally separate from horror because literally like you could put a picture of like dr phil on the screen with a loud jarring noise and i will jump like uh, what's to me okay like okay uh speaking of like movies about like mounting horror and and dread i think like one of the best horror movies from the past 10 years uh and i'm sure you'll agree with me it follows yeah and and the uh, there is a scene in there that i think is like an anti-jump scare that's like really fucking scary which is like towards the beginning of the movie before you've really even got like a good look at like what the the it can that follows can do Mm -hmm. uh uh, she hears uh, a, a crash as it like comes through the window and then she's like walking around the corner to like see what what it is and then it goes into slow motion and then it stays on her and then first you see her scream in slow motion and you see like the horror on her face and they've already done like the big like noise indicating that something horrifying is happening and then it cuts to what she's looking at and the monster is like this like you know like Seven bruised tall, like half naked like woman with like teeth missing oh, and it's one. still one, really yeah. scary but they don't and it's like what coming towards the frame like slowly that's way scarier than a ghost coming out of like a place you would never expect because ghosts can be anywhere and we make this big loud noise when it happens yeah well okay i think with a ghost horror movie it's sort of you don't know the rules and it reveals them as it goes like with paranormal activity it sort of ramps up and you're just like, well, if the ghost can pull the blankets off me in the middle of the night, what else can it do? And it's like, mm-hmm. it really can't ultimately do anything in that fucking movie, I feel like. But it's still spooky. It's still scary. It's still creepy. It's still kooky. And boy. It's mysterious and spooky. I'm there for it. But I it's get where you're together from. ooky. Mm-hmm. Now scream. Yes. I scream. Tying it all back. You I think scream? I think the thing that like scream nails in both respects is uh it does the dread thing, but I think it's also making fun of the fact that at this point slasher flicks had become so jump scare heavy, they had become so heavy heavily relying on just like yeah. constant gore and kill counts and cool deaths. And this movie is very anti that stuff in general, like just as a meta thing. It's uh, like obviously all the characters are constantly referencing other horror movies and they're actively talking about it. Um, but just even like in a plot or narrative thing, the the violence is really grounded in this movie. And even like the kills are like besides one kill, the kills are very just like a person gets stabbed. It's very they're very lame and straightforward. Stabbed, like multiple times sometimes yeah but like the first kill is pretty brutal the first like two kills because the boyfriend dies and then 
Um, the part where Drew Barrymore is like that close to her parents and she can't scream. That's pretty it's gruesome. It's horrifying. Yeah. I think it's like, but it's not flashy. It's not um, Jason Voorhees slamming someone against a tree. Like, yeah. It sets the tone for like the rest of the, like, you know, what you're getting into, which I kind of I don't like. think, the, I think the tree slamming is like DIY. I think it's not flashy at all. No, no, no. But like he, it's done as a bit though in those movies. Like he literally takes a person who's in a sleeping bag and just like whips I'm them just against having the tree. fun. Okay, I'm good. just. <laughs> okay, good. okay, good. It's like, what? That's not corrected at all. Um, the only death that I think breaks that a little bit is the Rose McGowan death. Like it's a little, it's a little over the top that she, but I enjoy that. Cause at that point in the movie, like we're ramping up the craziness a little bit. Um, so it works, but that is the only Oh time wait, is she the, wacky. the garage door one? Yes. She gets I tr- yeah. I did not re- with the blonde wig. I did not I know. know that's who that was until just yeah. now. I couldn't. Re- I didn't remember that she was in the movie even. And I was like, I was like, wait, she's listed in the cast for this. I was like, oh shit, that's her. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I have something uh, that's. I. You know what? I don't want to. <laughs> I'm having a hard time coming up with things to say about Scream because it's just like, uh, like straight down the plate, like good movie. It came out like uh, I don't know, like twenty years ago. So like, what's uh, what's to say about it other than like, hey, this is a great critique of slashers. So I just want to ask you this: uh, Freddie mm-hmm. seems to be like fairly aware of like pop culture, right? Yes. How, where is he getting all this? Do you think he watches TV or like how does he know to make all these references and shit? Uh, the script. Kelly's scream came alive because he's looking. He's gonna go look up where this ready get all of his his his, his references. You know, as I was asking it, I actually think of thought of a real answer, and it's like it's just uh, clinical. It's not funny at all. But I think because of the dreams. Yeah, no, he he knows it because of us. Yeah, I think that's absolutely the reason. Yeah. Well, okay. Did you guys catch Freddy Krueger is in this movie? Oh, is. Uh, Johnny English. What's his janitor. name? <laughs> what's no, his... he's the janitor. He's the janitor. What's yeah? But what's the Robert England? That's his name. I don't think it's him. But no, it's, Wes it's... Craven plays him in this movie. Yeah, and Scream. Oh. It's like a, an homage. Yeah, yeah. Henry Winkler as the principal. Oh man, Loved so it. good. Lo- that's who. I, basically, it's uh for me, him and Matthew Lillard make it. Those are like two of my low key favorite actors. For I don't know why. Henry Winkler kind of makes sense. Matthew Lillard's like a weird one. You like SLC Punk, though. That's why you like I love SLC Punk. <laughs> yeah. When are we doing that one? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Probably never. It's a, it's a spoof of Utah. <laughs> it's a spoof of my movie uh, tastes. Like, my liked, my liked when uh, Matthew Lillard like said like made an inappropriate joke and then stuck his tongue out really far like a total 90s slacker yes, dude. That's, that's the Matthew Lillard we all know and love. Yeah. I think him and him and Winkler are the only ones who really play it as a comedy sort of. Winkler is the perfect choice for it. He's so like deranged in the movie kind of and it's fucking hilarious. And then Lillard plays such a bananas character the whole time and it's such a good foil to Skeet Ulrich's character that like the payoff of that it's two people who are doing the murders and that it's the bananas crazy guy who's like dumb and then the guy who's like just clearly crazy is so it's just such a good 
it's such a good murder mystery payoff. Like the guy who is obviously the killer the whole time and the guy who's like defending him the entire movie, like secretly, like every scene where they're like, oh, it's Skeet Aldrich doing it. He's like, nah, he didn't do it. It's just every single scene is him saying that over and over again. It's, it's so it's well done. It's so funny because he's like caught red handed multiple times and you kind of <laughs> yes. still like, are like, ah, maybe I'm just being misled. Because it's too nope. obvious. Like it yeah. has to be a, but yeah, having two right. killers, I think is like uh, the good twist. But That's a good twist. Yeah. There, and I together. think this was um intentional now that i'm thinking about it but it's still kind of like uh made me not like the movie as much is that their motivation like does not make a whole lot of sense like the idea that uh sydney's mother slept with ski ulrich's dad right and then made his mom run away I think or just that, like, I did, it didn't. It felt like they didn't like lay enough groundwork where it's like, well, They're oh just yeah, basically if you would, like, reference that earlier, then I would have been able to figure that out. But like, you can't like be like, and the mystery was you didn't have all the evidence. Now we'll solve it for you. Like, yeah. I like it. Though. I actually like that that all that all that stuff because I actually think it's delivered so well towards the end. I actually don't mind well, because the because they mentioned Sydney's mom so many times and they mentioned the guy who got framed for the murder so many times. Which I think is, by the way, the key to the movie working is that there's this weird thing of her mother was also killed. I love all that stuff. That stuff's all. I right, think but. Um, they're like, let's get through this so we can get to uh, fucking Lillard uh, bleeding out because that's like actually a better uh, important thing, <laughs> or just it's more like interesting and funny. Yeah. yeah. How much do you think they like referenced um, Reservoir Dogs at all when they were like working on like that? that scene especially Lillard's like to look just like I'm bleeding out your mouth dog. I didn't think like, about that but that is really funny <laughs> oh man Tim Roth and that Tim Roth is so good in Reservoir Dogs except for some of the bleeding out stuff he's just like Oof. yeah why were they was it his idea or like Tarantino was just like hey do a Muppet voice I think no, it's him doing that accent. He's trying so hard to do an American accent, and he can do an American accent, but for some reason in that movie, he really can't. Not when he's bleeding out, man. Yeah. He go- turns into Kermit. Yeah. It's literally <laughs> your Kermit. Like, <laughs> oh, miss, Mr. White, I'm bleeding out. <laughs> <laughs> That's spot on. Hey, pause the DVD, Marty. We're... <laughs> okay, hold on. Sorry, I was watching it. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Do we got anything else? Um, I'll say I want to give credit to Scary Movie for one thing. I think Scary Movie, it's like hilarious that um, this movie is like such a good uh, parody of slasher movies while also like doing it right where Scary Movie just like, I don't know, I don't really get, <laughs> I don't know what to say about it. Besides, I'm shaking I'll give them- my head. What? Give credit for what? I'm so confused. They, the dad stuff in that movie, the making fun of uh, Sydney's dad in Scary Movie, I think is even funnier having watched this now again. Yeah, it's, okay. Because it's fine. like, why is he so rich? He's so rich in this movie. Or just like, who is he? Like, what is he? He went, where did he go? Like, he went, like, I'm going on like a hunting journalism trip. <laughs> I'm going what? Which I think is good. It sets up that maybe he is the guy doing it the whole time, right? Because it's so vague. Yeah, I don't know. I I think I think that part in Scary Movie works. The rest of it obviously is like, why did you do a spoof of a spoof? But yeah, that's the that's the reason I'm shaking my head because it's yeah. like Scary Movie deserves no credit for anything ever. You can't almost. make fun of something that is already self aware and funny. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. It doesn't Apparently work you can, but the thing is, <laughs> Teen Boys Scary Movie had three sequels. Yeah, more than that actually. But okay. 
No, it had three because you're not counting the first he one, said, Marty. He no, said there's four three. sequels. Okay, he didn't say it didn't have four sequels. He said oh. it has three sequels, Marty. Come on. Yeah, and a fourth one that was upcoming and is now done. Yeah. Come on, Mart. Uh, <laughs> this movie's good. 10 out of 10 is a movie. 10 out of 10 is a spoof. I'll go all out. I think it's great. Um, it's hard to talk shit about it. It's very fun. Works as like a horror movie if you're wanting to watch a horror movie, but if you're very into horror movies and want something lighter, it also works as that. As a movie, 9.5 out of 10. Come on. It's good. It's rewatchable. It's important to the zeitgeist. Uh, it's a good movie. As a spoof, hell, I'm going to say 9 out of t- I'm going to say 8.5 out of 10 because I don't think it's like really a spoof. It's more of like, you know, a piece of satirical satire. Yeah, I feel that. Um, But as satire goes, holy shit. I mean, you can't go wrong uh, with Scream. So, yep, there's my review. I think as a spoof in a movie, I'm giving it the same rating. And I'll say I think it's fair to call it more of a satire than a parody. Uh, Though I think this movie, I just think it I think it's both. Like, I think it is like both a satirical piece on horror movies and i think it's kind of a constant parody well like, marty let me ask you this uh-huh how many bullet time sequences were there <laughs> oh no no none matrix hadn't come out yet so <laughs> minus one point for that <laughs> i'm giving them both a, t- a 10 out of 10 as a movie and a spoof i think just like as a movie obviously it's great and it holds up really well as a spoof i just think the movie like the way it like mimics some of the other slasher movies that it's making fun of actively, as well as like through the style of the movie, I, I don't know. Like Drew Barrymore is kind of dressed like characters from the Halloween. Um, the way they they hang her up at the beginning of the movie is exactly how like Michael Myers like displays his deaths in those movies and stuff. Skeet Ulrich looks like Johnny Depp. Like I don't know. It's hard not to just think it's a good parody on top of the fact that yeah, I think it's good satire. But I think it's fair to also say that it's more of a satire than a parody. But Thank you. So, Scott. Well, wait, you didn't say what you get. You just said you were going to give it the same. What you get? said 10 out of 10. Oh, 10 out of 10. oh, oh I missed that. You mentioned that. it. Yeah. Excuse me. Semantics, but he did say that. I did say that. <laughs> Scott, do you have a novelty song to play us? Uh, I do. I do, as a matter of fact. Let me pull up the link here for you. All right. Today, fellas, we're talking about... For Spooftober, this entry is I Put a Spell on You by a fella named Screamin' J. Hawkins. And that's Screamin' with an apostrophe. 1956, this uh, track was released. um, And uh, yeah, you've heard this covered, I'm sure, famously in Hocus Pocus and other places. It's, of course, an iconic. If you're having a Halloween party and you don't have this on the playlist, then uh, take off your costume and become a Jehovah's Witness because you don't deserve to celebrate Halloween. Um, so uh, they they in in 1956 when they were recording it, they were uh, originally uh, it was the the original recording was supposed to be much more uh, down the plate, uh, not not all kooky and zany like uh, the recording uh, you'll hear is. Uh, and uh, before recording this song, Screaming Jay Hawkins. 
He was just Jay Hawkins. So here's what he said. Uh, the producer, Arnold Maxson, brought in ribs and chicken and got everybody drunk, and we came out with this weird version. I don't even remember making the record. Before, I was just a normal blues singer. I was just Jay Hawkins. It all sort of fell into place. I found out I could do more destroying a song and screaming it to death. Um, so then he... Uh, re-recorded the song for oh there sorry the, he had previously recorded a normal version there is like the uh more normal version that exists out there and he re-recorded it for columbia's okay records the notorious screaming version released in october 1956 uh however this version was banned from most radio programming for its outrageous quote, cannibalistic style. A truncated version was later released, omitting the grunts and moans from the ending of the song, but the band generally remained. Despite the restriction, the record, whoops, the record still sold over a million copies. So with no further ado, let's hear a little taste of Screamin' Jay Hawkins, I Put a Spell on You. No, put me down. Gentleman. Gentleman. Oh, I like this. I like being called a gentleman. <laughs> There's no quiz this week. Uh, we're trying something new. Uh, what I've done is, uh, I previous to this record, I've written out uh, like a movie scene. It's the, the ending scene in, um, imagine like a Evil Dead type movie. Uh, and I, I'm going to read it as though you are the main character of this movie. And there's a, a, a one-liner at the end that you will fill in the blank. Uh, I have given my co-hosts the prompt for the one-liner. Um, well ahead of time, one of the co-hosts <laughs> has chosen to prepare while the other uh, is going to, to just freestyle it. So, Kelly, why would you not prepare for this? <laughs> wow. I think, should we do it? You'd I'm going to read the prompt. I'm going to read the prompt and set up Kelly to, to give his best, uh, his best one-liner. Okay, yeah. I think, then, that's, I think that's good punishment for him for not doing this. <laughs> yeah. And then, Marty, we can, uh, if you, we'll, we'll just go through the rest of them after that. So I'll go through <clears> my papers. Yeah. Here's the prompt. All right, listener, close your eyes and 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 let your uh, uh, imagination take you into this horror movie which i will describe to you now <clears throat> the squelching thud of the sledgehammer echoes through your head as you remember killing the last demon spawn it seems the dark one saved their cruelest trick for last when they possessed your babe of a girlfriend tiffany she chased you around the basement of the abandoned hospital you and your friends had entered as a dare six hours before, <laughs> all while doing a little sing-song voice and scratching the walls with her now six-inch-long fingernails. In her detuned monster voice, she mocks you, bringing up intimate times the two of you had shared, as well as insulting your dong. Your friends had been picked off one by one as you had unraveled the mystery of Buford Asylum and learned of the tormented spirits that haunted it. 
just before Tiffany was about to disembowel you in a last-ditch effort, you ripped a page from the sadistic Dr. Ravenwood's journal and brandished it to the demon spawn, who recoiled in terror. You take the opportunity and bash the fiend's brains in. An hour later, you're at the police station, trying to explain what happened. The cops practically laugh you out of the station, but agree to fill out a report. They go into the back room to grab a fresh pencil, and you hear them start laughing again. But this time it's different. It sounds unnatural, and they aren't stopping. The laughing grows louder and deeper, and you see the two cops emerge from the supply closet with a black ooze dripping from their now sharpened teeth. Their eyes glow white. Just then you grab a billy club from the desk, and then you mug to the camera and say, Sir Austin Danger Powers is a fictional character from the Austin Powers series of film and is created and portrayed by Mike Myers. He is the protagonist of Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery, The Spy Who Shagged Me, and Austin Powers and Gold Member. Gentlemen, and then it cuts. <laughs> uh, okay, you got any more? Marty, would you like to... Did, did you come up to... Did anything yeah. pop into I'm, that little I'm, brain of yours? I'm assuming that one of the characters is as a name Dano in this movie. Book him, Dano. Uh, unfortunately, actually, none of them. One guy is named Danny. Uh, he's a gas station attendant from the first 15 minutes of the movie. Oh, okay. It doesn't appear again. Oh, damn it. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Kelly, you got any others? Yeah, I got a couple. <laughs> okay. You grab the billy club. You turn to the camera and say... Because it's like a goat, because of Billy. <laughs> All right, well, it was fun to try something new. It was fun to try something new. We probably won't bring this back. <laughs> no, I'm having fun. What do you mean? All right, I got, All I right. got one. I got one. I got one. I got one. I got one. Do okay. The do demon, one. the demon cops come out of the supply closet, foam dripping from their mouths. You grab the nearest blunt object, and you're about to fight them. But first, you mug to the camera, and you say. A cab. All cops are batted. <laughs> I got, I got a, I got right. a, I got a sincere one, like Two short of sincere. Demon cops emerge from the supply closet uh, with little claws akimbo, ready to tear you limb from limb. You reach and grab one of their billy clubs, mug to the camera, and say, "Here's Billy." <laughs> what are you looking for? What? I feel I like there's problem. no way we could impress you. Here. The problem is Scott keeps describing it as a billy club, which no one would ever know that that's what that's called when they grab. You know what I mean? So you're doing like a pun on something that no one would call it that. Like, yeah, it's unless it was like a Ben Garrison cartoon where it's labeled Billy Club. Ooh, <laughs> it should be labeled Billy Club. That'd be a good movie. <laughs> Um, all right any more any more no i'm all tapped out I, that was those were the two i wrote so all right screaming jay hawkins <laughs> what's what's what would you yeah, have scott. said scott yeah, here scott. just then oh. you grab the billy club from the desk mug to the camera and say oh mondays am i right <laughs> see <laughs> is garfield in this movie mm-hmm. that's why i'm he confused because i He's... those are like my go-to lines of like uh donuts anyone likes i don't know something cheesy <laughs> as hell as but like 
got, I had to play a little inside baseball with the Sir Austin Danger Powers as a fictional character from. <laughs> oh, Austin I love Powers that. No, it was good. That, that was, was my good. favorite one. That was and why it I cuts led back with that to the one. demons and they're like waiting for you to finish. <laughs> Gentlemen. <laughs> Gentlemen. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, we get it. Oh, we already talked about the movie. Uh. <laughs> as a spoof. Wait, his files are missing. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, good segment. All right, good segment. Uh, hey, Kelly. Yeah. Do you want to finish recording now? <laughs> Let's, uh, I mean, of course I do. I'm about to turn into that young werewolf and like, oh yeah, it's almost oh, yeah. Time. been driving this whole time. Well, do you think we got enough time for I think we got a little product? more time. I'll tell you what, okay. I have this nice coffee mug here. It's a novelty. It's, it's just a normal coffee mug, but on the side it says, hey boo, and there's pictures of ghosts on it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, what's the deal? No, I'm not kidding. Oh, it's so spooky. So, another new segment this week. We're just packing them. There's no quiz. There's no ranker list. Uh, I've asked. I've tasked Marty and Scott to come up with a fun, novelty Halloween-themed mug. Uh, this segment is called Mean Muggin. Be- Wait, no, Bean Bean Muggin. It's called Ooh, bean mugging. Like coffee beans. Yeah, like coffee, because it's coffee cups. And this is the Halloween yeah, and edition. and it's a play on mean mugging because um, I'm mean. Yeah. Because <laughs> Scott, of course, would not like that pun. Uh-huh. So, the concept is basically this. You make a coffee mug that you might find at a TJ Maxx. Mm-hmm. Or you gotta go a, to that kiosk at the mall that makes mugs. i spent mugs. like a good like $65 for this and there's no real limitations uh other than it has to be a physical mug that exists in the world yeah no it's a you can i i feel like i specifically said you could doodle and also since we're a podcast to focus on the description of it more than the picture of it so I didn't have to make this guy laser... Pro- All right, five. To- I already hate this. <laughs> uh, does anyone want to go first? Yeah, let's I'll share our first. wonderful mugs. I'll go first. I have a series of three, and I'll show the first one first. Oh, so my went above and beyond for this yeah, one. Mine, mine is also <laughs> a series. So maybe we should go like round robin. Yeah, let's do that. All right, I only have one, so I'll go in the middle. My okay. first one is a white coffee mug. And on the mug, it says, boo, in quotation marks. <laughs> and then it, it attributes that with a dash below it that says, a ghost. The text and is the so size tiny. of the text, uh, does that play into it? Or is yes. that just... And the text on the mug is extremely small, making it impossible to read what it's So saying. you squint. You squint. It's like you're doing a physical zoom in to see it, and then Correct. it surprises you. <laughs> yes. You can't even wow. read it until you've finished your coffee. That's how hard mm-hmm. it is to read. <laughs> All right. Can I go? Yes. Yeah. All right. Here's my mug. Um, do you guys? Do you want to? You want to read it? Kelly, you read it. Uh, yeah. If you love someone, let them go. If they return with coffee, then it was meant to be. Also, I'm a vampire. <laughs> yep. So that's mug one in, that's a in good, the, that's a the good Scotty one. collection. Okay, good. That's Kelly, good, you got your first mug? Uh, I only have one, but yeah, I do. It's Your first mug, It's Kelly. pretty On the outside, it's pretty <laughs> Semantics. basic. Semantics. It says, grudge sludge. 
and it's that's all it says in like a papyrus style font. But on the inside is where it gets interesting. Uh oh. Wait, wait, wait. Grudge sludge. Okay. Yeah. So like grudge a, sludge. You know, yeah, like yeah. The, like what people would call a term coffee. we all use for coffee. Yeah. Yes, of course. <laughs> on the inside, when you get down to the bottom of the cup, there's ceramic knuckles and an eyeball and Ooh. real hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god they glue it down they, they glue it well they glue it down and sometimes it gets a little loose when that coffee is too hot <laughs> yeah that is a weak glue you know what that would make a great novelty product though also mm-hmm. on my coffee mug i didn't leave enough room for the e and grudge but it, there is an e after it's that's fine if they come out in like 2002, along with the Grudge, like mm-hmm. holy shit, yeah, great promotional item. My second mug is. Well, I'll let somebody else describe it. Kelly, I can't read. I can't read that. Okay, okay, it's too small. <sighs> this is part of Marty's collection. So if this you my let's series. let's go back. His first one was boo in quotation marks, and then his second mug is boo. Bzz, a sexy ghost. Sorry, I fucked that up. But yes, yeah, a sexy okay. ghost says boo boo b o o dot 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 b s. Yeah, because talking about boobs makes you sexy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Similarly, very t- tiny font on a plain white mug. Scott, your second. Oh, Scott's second mug says decaf coffee. What am I, a werewolf? Mortal enemy of all vampire kind. <laughs> I think this is going to be very underworld themed. Is what uh, I'm honestly, I would probably buy that one if I saw it for like five it's a bucks. Good mug. That's what, very. Why would goofy. you buy that? Why would that apply to you? It doesn't. <laughs> what do you mean? Because it's because I think it's funny. Like I almost bought a class of 2020 mug earlier this year. <laughs> doesn't Kelly, apply to me at all. But I almost did. You are a werewolf, though, aren't you? Yeah, okay. this is something we both know about you and we've established. Oh, yeah, I do only drink decaf also. <laughs> oh, I see. I knew so I, now I get why it's ironic. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Marty, your next mug? For my third mug in my series, it's a, a mug with a, a vampire on it, on front. And he says, don't talk to me until I've had my first cup of blood. Yeah, that one's great. Mm. That one... <laughs> and he's holding a cup of blood. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't buy that one. Uh, but it's fantastic. Thank you. Hey, Thank you. I don't want to talk to him after he's had his first cup of blood. <laughs> yeah. You are not invited in my home, vampire. All right, Scott, is this your last one, or do you guys have uh, more? I, st- I still have one more after this. I, I don't have any more. That's it. All right, so All Scott's right. going to do the grand finale. His third cup says, oh, me? I'm not 80% water. I'm 80% coffee, 0% mortal, 100% vampire, and 100% tired of your bullshit. All right, and then my Scott, last one's kind of in the same vein. You can, let's just get through it. This is, these are like, never underestimate a badass vampire born in August who loves counting crows, ultimate frisbee, has a Yorkshire terrier, drives a Toyota Tacoma, has hemorrhoids, and loves coffee. These are so specific. They're very specific. 
Yeah. <laughs> I oh, imagine yeah. these are the mugs of like it's like a vampire like named like uh, I don't know Gladys who like works yeah, in your yeah, office. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> these are great. These uh they're great. They remind me of uh the very specific like forklift certified t-shirts that uh <laughs> Yeah, my husband's forklift certified. They're and great. these titties are his. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll have those somewhere, probably on our Twitter or on our Facebook. Feel free to vote on those. We got to pick one. Every yeah, we got to pick one to actually sell. <laughs> uh I'm probably not going to win. The odds are stacked against me because I only mm-hmm. submitted one. Guys, you don't get any extra credit for submitting extra mugs. Just want to say that. Pick your best one. So, Scott, pick your favorite of yours. I'll pick my favorite of mine. Wait, why can't we just put these? We're just going to put them on the internet. Yeah, for people to look at. You know, our, Marty, as an album. I was bragging about our Let's metrics. Let's not make this complicated. About time we put them to use. No one's going to vote. Let's go. All right. Thanks yep. for listening. <laughs> Gentlemen, it is the end of Spooftober, the end of our, our spooky novelty spoof month. What are your thoughts? How did you guys think this month went, this month of spookiness and Halloween time? It went too fast. Yeah, it did. It's already over while we're recording. We still have like seven more days left after That's true. we record. But yeah. Marty, I want to know what you thought about how this went I want to hear your review. You know what? I think these were some of our best episodes we've ever done, guys. Okay. I hate to say it. I hate to say it, but they are. I think they're the same. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. I don't know. Everybody vote. (laughs) Vote on our mugs, The scariest part of October Of course, that's what I meant by it. <laughs> an important election by the time this is coming out an important and a very important election is just a few days away <laughs> which novelty. mug which mug is the best <laughs> <laughs> the vote everyone's talking isn't that it's weird that joe biden yeah. and donald trump keep debating Anderson over Cooper, shut up about the mugs oh my god i got mug fatigue <laughs> uh, i think that's gonna do it for us this week yeah i'm done hey Thanks for listening. I gotta get going. Oh, yeah. oh, no, Kelly. oh no, Kelly! It's a good thing you're in your car and miles away from where I am. Oh. I wonder if he still appreciates it. Guess not. Ooh.